This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of the Wombles and a Dream podcast. My name is Lee Finch, and as ever, I'm going to be joined by Danny Baker. Uh, if I sound a bit funny, it's because I had a tooth out during the week, and uh, my uh, sinuses now are all screwed. So... And you're from Southend, yeah? Well, well I'm Essex, I mean, London born. I was born in Barking, actually. Same hospital as John Terry and Bobby Moore. Two Going to link my thing from Barking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 7 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. Grew up in Essex, lived in Wimbledon 10 years, came down. Do you know what I mean? Took over Wimbledon, run the gaff for a little while. And, then and they think there's a war in Ukraine, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I left, I left Wimbledon in absolute pieces, mate. Straight well, out I left, of I left, left When I left, the, the girls' hearts were all in pieces. Oh, and, and they haven't recovered, have they? No, no still haven't. Poonanos had to close down, didn't it, because of you? Oh, yeah, it turned into a table tennis bar. <laughs> what is that with that at the moment? Turning bars. Well, that's what into... happened. That's what, when you move out of places like Wimbledon, people stop going clubbing and why? take up ping pong. But Danny, why is it when people have to drink nowadays? I think it's the youngsters nowadays. I used to like going to a spit and sawdust pub. Of course you did. Right, bit of food. Bit Dog of, and hand yeah. gun. Well, walkabout in Wimbledon used to be classic. Sunday, we do, yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, snake bite Sundays. So you drink loads of snake bite, you end up front up, and you end up front up a load of blackcurrant, kind of, so it looked rank. And uh, I just remember yeah. the floor there being quite sticky. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. that's when you know it's a good place as well. And, uh, oh, right, okay. And nowadays you have to go play table tennis, or you have to play darts, or you have to play, like, you have to do an event so you can drink. It's Yeah, it's a bit annoying to me. Anyway, how are you anyway? You all right? I'm excellent, mate. It's been, it's been an eventful week. It's been a good week. Um, been chatting to the kids at school. So I've got two different kind of conversations we can go with our beginning bit. We can either go sort of serious sport related or we can go ridiculous conversation that I've had with the kids this week. Which way do you want to go? Whatever you want, mate. You no, can... it's, listen, you're the one who's got, who can't speak properly. Which, one, which way do you want to go? I don't mind. Seriously, you pick. I don't, 
To be fair, heads or tails? Tails. Wrong. It landed on the edge. Oh. Right, we'll go serious. So, I was talking to the kids about the NFL this week, and I know you don't like the NFL, but they do the All-Star Games, right? Now, I don't know if you've watched the All-Star Games or anything like that. It is a total nonsense. The guys are in bibs. No one cares. So the question is, and I don't know the last one, are testimonials <coughs> dead? Is there a point in it? And if there is a point, should we be thinking about doing like the best two teams in League Two, like North versus South or something like that? Testimonials kind of died when footballers started earning too much money. Big time. Because testimonials. When's the last one? I can't remember. We had Simon Bassey. Simon Bassey played West Ham. I don't remember, honestly, anybody. I mean, maybe. And Ashley Bates deserves a. Yeah, that was actually one of the bizarre things my dad was talking about, about testimonials. Like, Paige must have been a while. But in terms of the, it used to be like, you know, we'd have Alan Cork or wherever it was and you have well, a Premier League player. But I don't know any Premier League, no. mind you, I don't know many Premier League players who've been at a club 10 years. 10 years, that's the problem nowadays as well. But yeah, it used to be that a player would be at a club for 10 years. He'd, he'd stay there. He won't earn, he'd earn good money, but not great money. And then I think as they started earning more money, if you've been at the club for 10 years, that would then go to charity. So if yeah. you're a Premier League player on 100 grand a week and you've been at the club 10 years, there's no point of you taking all the income and then having it for yourself because you're earning enough. And it used to go to charity. But I don't think nowadays players have been or... I don't know. I generally don't know. Because obviously you've got the soccer, eh, which is hard to watch as it is. Um, and obviously we've got the event coming up, uh, MC Harvey's team versus another team, I think it is. But I don't know... A, a genuine testimonial. Um, so I, I think I'd be happy for them to scrap the charity shield, okay, and play an all-star game like North okay. East South or something. Do you think I, that? Do you think the charity shield's dead in the water a bit? Yeah, a little does, bit. Does like, it have any? Because it's the same teams every year. You're not going to get like Wimbledon versus Liverpool again. Like when we won the FA Cup and then Liverpool won the league, or Man U win the league and Leicester won the FA Cup, or. Do you know what I mean, Wigan? Nowadays, it's Man City. It'd be Man City versus Liverpool. Man City versus which we see hundreds of them games now throughout the season. And then we have to have the stupid preseason tours where they all have to play each other now in America or in Thailand or Asia or somewhere like that. Which I what makes me laugh about football nowadays is with regards to like Jurgen Klopp always moaning his too many games, and then after the season finishes, they go off on a post-season tour, and then they have their preseason tour. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, well, don't. don't yeah, do it. I mean the the thing with with. I'd I'd have an all star game. I'd like to see like North versus South. So, but, but would you actually watch it? That's part one, and part two. Are the what's in it for the players? Like, what is the point about? I mean, you do the PFA Player of the Year award, right? And everyone goes, well done, you're left back, and they do a League One team, a League Two team, right? As in the the squad, yeah. but they don't play. I think players so, would care more about a All Star game than the, the Charity Shield. The problem is you got you ain't gonna have teams going. Yeah, you can have Erling Haaland when we're just about to start the season. He gets injured by some git from like. And this and this is the problem because like the... do the players care? I don't think players care about anything anymore other than their wallets. Because the NFL do it right, where they have if you're in the the Super Bowl, you're not you can't go, you can't do it. But everyone else, they have like a coach and a coach. They pick their teams. It's like this conference versus that conference. But the game itself is a total farce. Like no one cares. Football. What about a football one? So you have say Premier League down to the League Two, and then you get to pick like. Two best players from the Premier League, two Championship, blah blah blah. But again, why why would you do it though? And then you've got you've got like our player, say for example, Armani Little playing next to Steven Gerrard. 
But but why though? What's the? Why would you do it? Why would well, anyone? You watch wouldn't. That? You're just asking a question. What would you rather? No, that's see? what I'm saying. I, I just I I'd don't rather know. not see any of it. To be fair. Yeah, I, yeah. But football's got that way now. Where in in well English football is that it, it's all about money. It's not about trophies anymore. Teams yeah. don't care. It's it's you look at the Premiership now and people are like, oh, we we got to finish fourth. It's like Arsenal just woken up now because they might have a chance of winning a a, a trophy. Uh, Spurs are never going to win a trophy, which is hilarious, but they no. really want to win one. Yeah. And then other teams are just like, I just want to finish fourth. I want to finish fourth against the Champions League, which it's not about. Why would you care about winning the Premier Like people talking about Harry Kane. And if he doesn't lose Spurs, he might never win a trophy. And now talking about his accolades of being better than winning trophies, which because they're individual like achievements. For me, as a football, like when I was growing up and I wanted to be a footballer, it was about winning the Premier League, it was winning the Champions League, it was winning. You know, when you play football as a kid, you want to win. You want to get to a cup final and win that cup. So when if you was a kid, if you're, if you were, and again, maybe it's different for us, right? But if you're a 15 year old kid right now, and they were like, right, what, which of these things is more important? Winning the FA Cup, winning the League Cup, or playing in the Champions League, i.e. finish fourth, do the, do the qualify or whatever, win the League Cup at Wembley, or win the, win the FA Cup, what order would you put them? <clears throat> I think none of them, any of them would say none of them. You know what they put their order in? What? They, they want a Lamborghini. They want a big house. Uh, and they want uh, uh, an attractive partner. Don't you feel that? No, I don't. I don't. Surely people give a monkeys about playing in the, like, Champions League is the is the ultimate. Surely. Like, people go, I want to play. And again, you can you can probably tell. I think I think I ourselves answered your question. But no, but he's, it's a different one in terms of he's never he's not going to be in a team that's going to compete for the League Cup final. But he could have gone Cup to a final. team in the champ, higher championships and gone look look at me, like and. But see could he have though? That's what we don't know. Do well, we? we don't know but who's now coming. he's chose to go to Qatar and earn twenty between twenty and forty grand a week. Do you know what I mean? Playing in empty stadiums as we saw the other day when he scored. I saw that when goal. he scored. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, He's gone there for the money, and I don't think he's gone there for his career. I think he's gone there because he's going to fill his pockets, and his family are probably going to be happier out there, which is good for him. But I think footballers nowadays they don't look at what they could win or where they could play or what they could do. I think it's different abroad. I really do, but I think nowadays. In terms of what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, I watch a lot of German football, and and, and German football. Ah, oh, mate, it's the best. I I'd recommend it to everyone. Go out to Germany. Go go watch a game in Germany. It is better than anything in England. They certainly uh, have made it better for the spectator. Uh, the the players have to. The players go over to the fans at the end of the game, and they cheer and they. Do you know what I mean? They sit there. If they lose, they have to go over. None of this going down the tunnel if you've lost and stuff. The fans. They. What I like about Germany as well is I will come about or in later, but at, in German football there, there's two away sections. So you is it really? Yeah, you got the away section for all the the nut, nutters who go there all all wear yeah the ultras all wearing the same colours balaclava sometimes flares flags they what, don't long really... trousers yeah 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 well it's just, they're a bit behind that they're the Germans <laughs> but they don't care if they're watching the game or not they're just there to make an atmosphere they bang drums there's like loads of singing and chanting then next to that is more the people that want to sit or want to stand but watch the game as well they've got their families they're all elder elder statesmen of the the club and stuff like that. If you look at a German football game, watch, there'll be a bigger away section, but 
the ultras being one and then the other fans have been the other. So there's none of that, you know, like when you go to the away game and you go to go to the back and there's all these... And someone's standing there going, I'm, can you sit I, down? I'm trying to sit here. It's like, yeah, well, you had all the room to sit in the front. Well, this is my seat kind of thing. That's why I think a lot of the clubs nowadays, Orient did it as well. It was uh, unreserved seating. Yeah, they, that's 100% what they should do for particularly away games. It's like just... If, well, and again, well, it's, I think it's, we it's, should talk about that a bit later when we talk about tickets. Right, stuff, not right? that, is it? I don't want to go over it now, but yeah, no, I'm I just think, yeah, I think in England nowadays, unfortunately, there's players who care more about earning money, even at our level, even at non-league level, than playing higher level. That's why you've got people still playing non-league now, and they won't step up to full-time because they're earning too much money in non-league, and they don't, they, they'll have their job, and they don't have to play. Wow. So, anyway, well, what was the other one? Oh, the other one was about sandwiches. But don't worry, we don't want to go into that. that what do you mean, one. sandwiches? I love sandwiches. Well, uh, the, the question was, one of the boys said, Mr. Baker, sir, which I obviously appreciated all the time. And he was like, if there's only four sandwiches left on the planet that everyone had to eat for the rest of rest of all, all time, <laughs> what four are you picking? And I obviously went, well, straight away, you've got to break it down into subsections. And he went, correct. And I went, so you need a breakfast kind How of sandwich. Kid? Oh, 11. Absolute legend he is. He Why went, is like... Why is he thinking about this at 11? He's an 11 year old kid, mate. We have loads of random chats. We had a random chat about, look, does anyone actually like skateboarding? Again, I don't know. It was fantastic. The, the conversation was exceptional. And the, driving to a, a, an away football match, all sorts of chat comes up. But so the idea was I said, you've obviously got to break it down into sections. And he said he agreed. And I said, you've got to have a breakfast type sandwich, you've got to have a kids type sandwich. I said, realistically, you want a classic sandwich, and then you got to look after all the sensitive ones who are lactose-free, <clears throat> gluten-free, and that nonsense. And that was a con- and and it led to exciting conversation about the four last sandwiches on earth, which I thought you was excellent. ketchup or brown sauce. Ketchup. On... Yeah. On so bacon. for me, I went sausage, sausage with sausage with ketchup. That's no, my brown, breakfast sandwich. Brown sauce. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're going. This is like another podcast should be doing this. We're, well, we're, well, I did which, say that. We'll, we, we, yeah, we'll ask everyone. We'll, we'll come back to it. You've gone. You've ruined the podcast, for me now. No, I haven't. I haven't. You said what was the other one? I said sandwiches, and you asked we're, me to elaborate. We're delving on other. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I tell you what. Then next let's week get, I'm going to ask you about stuff. the sandwiches. Let's get back to the smart stuff. But it's brown sauce, something. brown sauce or sausage, ketchup and bacon. Anyway, wow. let's move on. Let's talk about Orient. Go on, uh, then. Did off you go. watch the game? I, I did I watch the game. Of course, I did. I didn't. I obviously. Um, you went away, yeah? I was, yeah, I was w- watched it somewhere. Yeah. I got into the house on the corner. What do you think? I thought it was very similar to the Stockport game in terms of two relatively even teams. I felt that they were they I don't think they were a better team, but I felt that they played better than us on the day. And I felt that the whole game was basically Chislett missed his big chance, which was horrendous, and Monker scored theirs. And I felt that that was, in my opinion, if I had to sum the game up in a nutshell, that was it. Yeah, I thought I thought we'd done all right because we're we're the away team. I thought we carved out the better chances. Uh, in the second half, definitely. Yeah, Chisholm was criminal. Yeah. Well, I can't other than the the Josh Monker goal and the save where Sadev kind of spills it. Lucky enough, it goes off for a corner. Yeah, I can't remember them having too much. They had a volley that everyone, oh, because it was that was George Wonka right outside yeah, the it belt. Was, it right. was hit very hard, but still and straight to him. Yeah, it weren't like he tipped over or anything. He just caught it. Uh, yeah, they didn't have much else. Uh, I just thought uh, Chiswick's chances are absolutely criminal. 
He has to score. He scores that. It's a totally different game. He's got to at least hit the target, Lee. He has to at least go People on and goes hit the down target. so early as well. So it's he, just... And he went miles over. It wasn't like a little bit. Yeah. The bloke went into orbit. It was on the central line. But so, yeah. I, I don't know. Ali had a chance. Ali, my, my frustration at the moment is Ali is not a winger. And people are judging him now being on the wing. Well, my mates who I was with were judging him, saying he didn't, didn't look great. We, a couple of us had a bit of an issue with him. that He just looks really nervous. Looks like he's got no belief in himself at all. Uh, tries to do like he just. Back, I I'd like to see him go up front with Josh Davison, and then yeah. have the two of them because Josh just works his ass off all day long. But he doesn't. He's not having many chances, and I think that's coming from not having a partner. Yeah, so he agreed. needs an alley with pace. But the challenge with it though is is, and again I. I understand what you're saying with 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 Al Hamidi. I thought he had the chance in the first half when he went sort of not one on one, but he was. Oh, he he's did. obviously he, go, he went on one on one. He's, and he's got him. he's got pace to burn. Yeah. I, again, unfortunately though, he's one of those wingers who kind of dips in and in and out of games, and and he and, and Asal used to do it at times until we kind of flooded Asal with the ball. Um, but he kind of drifted. I felt um in and out of the games, and obviously the chance he had in the second half was quite a tough one, but nothing happened. First half he did well. I guess the the problem is is if you are going to put him up front with Davison, which would make sense, you're going to have to change the formation and you have to change the way I that we that. play. And it's like if you do that, then the biggest problem is you, where where are you going to play Pell and I, how are I, you how are you going to go around? How are you going how are you going to navigate this? I can only see us with going to up front is going back to a three at the back. I agree. And playing three five two. And I don't think, to be honest with you, with Curry, one side works, but. Villa injured is desperate. I don't know how long he's yeah, out. Yeah, but then for. he'll play Yeshu Mimi. No, I don't know. I don't think he will. I, he I played, think he played him as a right wing back at Charlton. Oh, he done well, Yeshu Mimi. When he, he try see me. Yeah, Yeshu Mimi. Yeshu Mimi. Um, I thought. Yeah, I thought he came on and looked. He looks powerful. Definitely, he looked powerful. He looked settled. I thought he was comfortable at the level. Um, and I think I think he's he could potentially be a good loan signing. It is just a question of I feel now we are in a position where we're trying to work out how we're going to fit because he likes Pell playing further forward, which I like playing Pell playing further forward. Obviously, Little's played quite nicely. Woodyard's played well, but I'm, I'm, as I said before, I feel like his legs are not quite where they were. And it is just a question of how are we going to... I don't know how you fit. If you play two up front, I don't really know how you fit Chislett and Pell in the same team. Because yeah, Pell would have to sit deeper. And I don't think Chislett's quick enough to play as a as like a 4-4-2. I think he... I, don't, I just don't see how that... I don't quite know how that works. So, um, yeah, I mean, I thought the defence was decent. I felt Biller actually, before the injury, I don't think he was brilliant. And I think his defensive play is going to be an issue on the fact that he goes up so quick to the ball. All it takes is one guy to make a little pass. And we were getting constantly peppered down both fullback channels with a little overload. And that was clearly what they were looking to do. Um, I thought Brown was absolutely as average as hell. I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't feel like he is... We we problem, lose a lot about our game. He's, it, Brown, he's an old-fashioned left-back, isn't he? Yeah, the problem with Brown I've got is against Leighton Orient when they're attacking us, you want a Brown there because yeah. he's tough, he's strong, and he ain't going to get beaten. Do you know what I mean? He, he, but he doesn't give us anything going forward. No. Uh, nothing. And he slows, he, 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 slows he also, the game down. He slows the game down, but in addition, 
any free kick or corner, for some reason he feels he needs to take it. It's like we've got yeah. Chislet who scored three or four goals this year, who hits a good ball. We've got Armani Little, been... who's apparently a set piece specialist. Again, Armani Little, and you've got Lee Brown turning up, and everyone's like, get him out of the way. One, and the other one... one went, went miles wide. One one person that impressed me again was Pierce. I thought Pierce yep. was excellent. Won everything again. His passing was spot on. Uh, didn't get outpaced again, really. Uh, Paul Paul Bay. This was a bit of a mixed review, Paul K. Some people said he was absolutely horrendous and his liability days were back. And a couple of my mates thought he was absolutely solid and was uh, one of the best players on the park. I didn't overly notice him, to be honest with you. I kind of, he, in terms of when I watched it, I didn't watch it and be like, oh, right, he's had a shocker or he was amazing. He was just a seven. Seven. And he did, we just sort of drifted through the game. Um, was quite surprised. Um, obviously, Pearson has now had no game time. Well, in the last. So I was going to say, I'll, I'll go we for had a behind, We had behind behind closed doors game in the week, didn't we? Was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah I don't know about yesterday. I don't yeah, know the other week. We played one against Portsmouth yesterday but or the day before. Paul, Paul Kay, he done a really good through ball. And we need to yeah, that was great. That was a great free ball. And then two minutes later, though, he gets the ball, loads of time on it, and then he just boots it off to the other wing and just kicks it off. And that's Paul Calamboy in a nutshell, I think. Well, that's uh, to be honest, if that's a league two. Pearson problem. was a weird one for me because he wasn't in the squad. No, but then he played yet. for Bristol City's under-23s on the Sunday. And then someone made a comment on Twitter about why wasn't he in the Wimbledon squad, and then someone said, oh, sure, Gaffer. So it was either that he... Wanted him to have more game time before he comes in, so it was it was he was only going to be on the bench. Where for Bristol he was going to play the whole game, yeah, and that's why. Or I don't know, but McAteer weren't available either, which was a strange one for me. You bring him in and you think he'd be on the bench at least. Uh, I, I would have thought so. For, I mean, we'll get more of a flavour as to where we are as a group come come Saturday because obviously Saturday with Carlisle's a big game in terms of. How are we gonna? How are we gonna set up? But it was, yeah, it was just it, having those players coming in and not necessarily being back in the group. We're kind of going back a little bit in terms of squad players and stuff. Just thought it was interesting to not see him. Um, but yeah, I don't. I didn't. I, thought, I didn't leave the game and feel disheartened. I thought Amani Little was superb again, except for the challenge on. Uh, what is it? What? Monk I, I'm not. I'm not quite in the same camp as everyone else. What is? What is it that you're seeing about him? Which is, I think he's been decent, but I don't have the same passion he, as others. What? What, what are you seeing that I'm not? Then he's like Woodyard, but he's drives forward as well. So he goes forward with okay. the ball. He he wants to go forward with the ball. He wants to pass forward with the ball. He, he's not one of these people that goes sideways or backwards like Marshes. I like. So is he? Is he good or is he just doing something that we don't have? I think he's good and he's doing something we don't have. I think okay. it's a bit of both. I'd like to see him a bit further up the field, but then we've got too many players that play that way already at the moment. I'd like to see him, if he's going to put a challenge in, put a little bit of more on it than he did on Moncur, because yep. that led to the goal. Uh, I thought it was uh, uh, Gunter at first, but it wasn't. It was actually a little. Uh, but I'd like to see us look at his contract and see where he is and go, look, we, I'd, I'd like to see us sign him in the summer because I think he's saying that we I, need From what I've seen, I think he's been decent. I just I don't quite see the acceleration hype of it in terms of, oh my God, he's you know he's the next best thing. I think he that's because what you said there about he's saying that we haven't... He's different. I think that's more... Why yeah. I don't remember the last... Can you remember the last proper midfielder who we had, centre midfielder, who who was more... was like a like a box-to-box? Reeves, maybe. Sammy Moore. 
We haven't Sammy, had one uh, Sammy Moore was a holder. He just got it in past sideways all day. No, he didn't. He scored as well, mate. Been no, not like couple goals. Not like, but Reeves probably was the one that would go up, up and down and score goals as well. Do you know what I mean? Bowman maybe, but I don't. But I don't Ballman remember was... many recent midfielders who I thought, okay, you're a you're a proper box to box. Oxen and just got it in past horizontally. Yeah, Woodyard never did. Marsh does but, the same. No, I don't. I don't look back at the game and feel like. Um, I felt it was a point lost. Quit. I feel that we could have got a point, but I, the other thing as well, and I don't know what you thought, we're not overly bothered about Leighton on. I don't think, if you're there top of the league, I mean, sheesh. I'm not bothered about him at all. I, I, as I said to you before, we, so I like Orin. I like the setup down there. I like the team they've got. They've got no big stars other than George Monker, maybe. They've got no one. They've got two players who I thought were brilliant. The geezer midfield, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try uh, I thought he was excellent. Uh, Idris Mazzuni, when it was. Yeah, and they've, they've signed two players from League One on loan. So they're not doing, trying to do a, like what we do with Brentford or Chelsea and stuff like that. They're signing just a league above them where they probably know like Amani Little now, like we've done. We're, and what we're doing with the Charlton lad as well. We're signing players who are just above us, probably not making it at League One level, but they can be brilliant at League Two level. And I think yeah. that's what we need to do. We, we, we try to sign Matty Stevens. We're trying to sign players now who are decent. And that's what uh, Orient have done all season. They've signed players that they know can perform in League Two. They've got their own Harry Pell in Archie Bowles, who's an absolute shit ass. Do you know what I mean? He winds people up. He doesn't stop. Uh, he's a little rat. Uh, I can't stand him. But if he can't sign for Wimbledon, I'll probably be quite happy because he's that one bastard that you want. And I think, again, we'll talk about Harry Pell. I think they kind of got to him on Saturday and he kind of, he really wanted to perform because I don't think he likes Orient. They don't like him. And I think he, he didn't perform great, unfortunately, which was a... It was interesting because yeah. they were, from what I can see on FootMob, which is obviously one of the other football apps are available, obviously. Um, but they but literally match us player by player, stat by stat. And I'm looking at the stats in the game. The game was relatively, I mean, they had 12 shots, we had 11. We had, we missed our big chance and they they <laughs> scored theirs. Yep. And it's literally, they had a bit more possession. I, I Yeah, I just, I don't, I, I, I'm not coming away from the game. I'm more... I'm more frustrated that we lost the point that then the losing of it, I can kind of live with what, as we said before, the interesting thing for me is if that's the top of the league and they're going up, I feel, I don't feel like we're a million miles away from them. The challenge is, is I think that there's going to be, and again, looking at the league table now, it's going to be seriously bunched. Like there's going to be lots of people all, all in and around that league. It's going to be lively. I mean, if you look now, you know, in third place is 51 points. You've got 50, 48, and then you've got the drop. So from 43, which is sixth, you've got six points separating 15th to sixth. And that, that that's man, that's 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 chaos. Yeah, I think I think if we stay in this league next season, which I think we will, I think we are Orient next season. I think we'll have a young team, no big names. Uh what I liked about Orient again as well is they do not give you a minute rest on the ball. They were in our faces from minute they one were, to yeah. the 90th minute. They I'll don't stop that. close. And that's with a young, youthful team. That's what happens. But as you said, they, no, they were no sort of superstars in that if, group. There were no yeah. great shakes. And they were missing a couple, obviously, Prattley Quest, and Smith to say it. Question for you. Oh, 28, Bill, final answer. If, if Biller is out for a little while, yeah. do we go back to Isaac Ogundiri? Or are you putting Chris Gunter in? Because I, do n- I never want to see Chris Gunter in a women's shirt again. 
Well, no, you said after the World Cup, you should come back and play. That was your uh, words. I actually mine. didn't. That was you your go words. Back. Go back. No, I no, said, I said I you said played Biller. a young lad like Biller, or did you, you go to Gunter? No, no. Went, oh, no. pick Chris Gunter. He's said, a World Cup hero. He's got a nice tan. I said it's Biller's shirt. I said it's it's Gunter's shirt at the moment because he was right. in the shirt. He so goes off to the World Cup. It's then between Biller. You didn't even mention Biller. You didn't even know who Biller was until I told you about him. Never knew he existed. Biller and Ogundiri. It's between one of them to take the shirt, and Biller went and took it. I need a Biller, Biller, Biller but, is what I need. Gunner could never play for Wimbledon again. How long is Biller out for, Mister Mister Chigwell? Don't know. And they, the club ain't gonna tell us, are they? So. Nah, that's true. We'll find him on the beach somewhere with with they, a flu. We won't know. He'll yeah, have we, a tooth out. We just hope that Saturday they'll say, "Ah, oh, we've got a full squad. <laughs> it's full, hundred percent, no injuries, and then we'll we'll be missing three or four players." I think the problem is the way that we play. Gunter, Gunter does not suit the way that we want to play, no, no, and we no need excuses. we we really need energy on those fullback channels. And and Gun- Curry hopefully will play on Saturday because we really missed him. I feel on one side, <coughs> and I feel we can we can cope with one side. But if we play Brown and Gunter, I think we're in a world of trouble in terms of at- attacking wise. We 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 really struggle, and they definitely can't play it. They also limit the way that we play. We can't um, play three at the back with Gunter on one side and Brown on the other. Not to at all. A horrendous um, performance. Yeah, so one point lost. Disappointing, but I'm not throwing my toys out the pram. We made some chances. Another day, would we draw that or we could potentially win it? So I feel like we're now, we, we recognise that we can be a good game for anyone in the league. As you said, the stats say we had 11 shots away from home at the league leaders. You'd take that before the game, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Leaders, and, 11 shots on goal. Just before they scored, we should have gone one nil up with Chislich goal. You know what I mean? Chislich should have had a goal there. That's one nil, and the game changes. But there's no no animosity towards Leighton Orient. I wish them well. I quite I quite like uh, you know I like them oh, as a I club. Don't. I wish them. I wish them. I well. don't wish them well. well. All right. Bit bit aggressive. I, I like the way they're set up. I like the way they play football. I, their fans are all West Ham and Spurs fans. Anyway, none of them really. Well, do you have any? Do you have any League Two teams that you actually would wish them well? Or you, are you in not, our league? There's and no other teams I'd like to wish well other than Wimbledon and Rangers. Wow. And uh, MS and MSV Duisburg. Well, of course. I mean, I think well, the, we don't even need to mention Duisburg, do we? The, the zebras. But yeah, that's about is, that, is that what they're called? That's it, you know, yeah, they're, 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 they've, got, they've, got, they've got a zebra on their shirt. That's got to be the worst. But that, that's another one. Football nicknames, the zebras. And right, that's, that's next the mascots, the zebra. Wow. Oh, anyway, right, we'll crack on. When we come back, we're going to be discussing the ticketing situation again. Uh, should it be, what's the, what was your question? Why should you have a adventure? Um, if I'm really honest with you, Lee, all I'm thinking about now is zebras. So let's just, let's just get, come on, let's you zebras. On. We'll come back and we'll discuss tickets. And zebras. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back and we're going to be discussing ticketing. Uh, obviously, the Orient game was a sellout, uh, 1,200 fans, women and fans, which strange to me because I got told the away end held 1,500 by certain women and fans. But when I spoke to Danny Mack, he said, no, his allocation was 1,200. So women and fans who are always in the know was not in the know. But uh, yeah, 1,200 women and fans. Some people were a bit annoyed that they were calling people day trippers because women and fans got tickets before them. Like me and you, unfortunately... I ended up with a ticket, but didn't get a ticket from the club. I ended up with someone who couldn't go. He sold me his ticket and stuff. But 
your thing was why should we have the benches, Dan? Should we if we can't get? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the challenge I had is obviously, firstly, I know I finally understand what it's like to be another club who run out of tickets for away games and there's a panic on. Like apart from the Sutton game, I've never had a game where I've wanted to go and watch Wimbledon and not got a ticket. And to be honest with you, the Leighton Orient game, I, I before I even looked at getting a ticket. Like I didn't see any of the problems. It was a pretty mental, like three or four days at work. And by the time I came to think about buying a ticket, they're all gone, which is amazing from from a club of our size. Pretty unique. Yeah. It also shows you now that we're quite punchy home and away, which is good. Um, we've always been pretty good away from home as a, in terms of <laughs> carrying fans. But I just for me, because obviously I we obviously paid the venture, which I know gives you your your seat if you like and you get a ticket for everything i just felt that if you've paid that investment into the club over a long period of time that the ticket should be allocated to to those people first who have kind of committed long-term financial support to the football club i felt they would probably would be the ones i would have been more interested to look after more but you've got a different view on this haven't you well, no, it wasn't me. It was Richard. Richard Farrell, his name is. Dicky. Uh, Pazza. He, uh, Dicky, Dicky Paz. He, he disagreed with you last week regarding oh. that, what you just said there. Right. I want, to, thinks, I want to fight him. Well, he, he actually believes that there should be maybe some kind of point system. And, and, and I think uh, Andy Dixon has raised this on Twitter as well regarding a point system for people that go to away games. If you've been to Hartlepool, you've been to Salford, Bradford, <clears> you've been to what, Lincoln on a Tuesday night or Newport on a Tuesday night, that should give you more points than a person that has the bench on a season to get home games, only goes to home games and then decides to go to the London away games because it's easy for them. They're not going to travel and spend out the money. I know what you're saying about the venture, but I've probably spent more going to away games this year than your debenture cost because the yeah, cost of travel yeah. nowadays is just but that that money isn't going to the club. I get you're that, not spending I'm, the money. I'm spending that money to go all the way to Hartlepool with say three four hundred hearty souls to cheer on the boys and, make and, that, sure that and they that's have brilliant and that is that brilliant support there but that i'm not disagreeing with you and that is brilliant but a restaurant doesn't factor in your travel time and your cost <laughs> when you go and buy but, when you go oh you're a really loyal customer you don't go by the way the petrol as well but we're talking, Actually, we're talking about this amount. away game in london and you're talking about home games and that's why you buy your debentures that if we have an fa cup game you can make sure you guarantee your seat to watch Wimbledon versus but, Man well, United. Well, well, this is the conversation. I, I don't you know. Be, I don't guarantee know your ticket for Man United versus AFC Wimbledon in the FA Cup. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know whether people do buy the debentures solely for that. I, I, I'm under the impression, as far as I was concerned, that I got a debenture, which basically meant that I was in the first priority when tickets come out. No, That's I, what I believed was when I bought a debenture. Now, debenture if I'm wrong, knowledge is that be wrong. You, you were buying a debenture to make sure you're guaranteed your home t- t- seat, your right. your seat for any home games that we have. Not that so an away game though. Should it be open? Is it should it be a freebie, or do you look after those who go to the games more? Whether that is, by the way, the your point system. Whether it is your away game, if you go to three away games, you get a preference or all or, or home games, or do you just go when it's an away game, it's a free for all. So people who don't really go, but they just fancy a day out. It's, 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 all, it's the whole scale, isn't it? Because obviously I, I missed out on all in tickets at first because it was my own stupidity. Really. I, I went to buy one and said, Oh no, I'll leave it. I'm going to sell out. I'll buy one on Friday when I've got more money. And when I went to buy them, they were sold out. Uh, 
So I what's the fairest process. thing then? What's the fairest way the to do it? The thing is, I want to say, first off, is like you said earlier about, it's amazing now. That I, I, I said to you at halftime, I looked around at halftime at Orient and there's there's a lot of youngsters now following Wimbledon. And I don't mean youngsters, I mean like under 12, I mean 14 upwards. Who the GCSE crowd. People that are coming to Plough Lane now and going, I love this. I love the singing in the East. Like they might be sitting in the East stand with their family going, I love the singing in here. And they've gone to their mates, there's 10 of them, they're 15 years old, 16 years old and gone, we're allowed to go to Orient because it's on the tube. Do you know what I mean? We can just get a tube up there. Do you know what I mean? Dad's going to come yeah. with us, but the rest of us. I looked around, there was a lot of youngsters there. It's not like people getting called day trippers and stuff, which I didn't agree with, really. It's your fault if you missed out on a ticket. And I was like, wow, this is amazing now. And these are all people that are getting involved, the singing, the, do you know what I mean? The chanting, the, the giving Archibald a load of stick with me. They were loving it. And I that's it's good, but these people are not going to go to Hartlepool because they're just at that age where they're probably not going to be allowed. I think you have to kind of... You have to protect them people that are going to like I spent what close to a couple hundred quid going up to Hartlepool first game of the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just on train tickets, match tickets, bit of food and drink for me and my boy. And then I couldn't get an Orient ticket, which is an hour on the train. It's mad to me. But so what's the how, how what's did the club the do it though? That's the problem. Well, this is the problem. Like you said, like like you know, a lad of mine, he's a he's a Chelsea season ticket holder and they do the points there where every time your ticket you 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 buzz your ticket to get in the ground when you got a season ticket. You, you get a certain number of points, even if you bought the season <laughs> ticket. So you've got your season ticket card. Every home game, do you, do you, you, do, you give it a buzz. Do you do an away club? Do you do an away club? Say £20 each. So again, it pays for it kind of. So England do it, don't they? I think it's a bit more. Yeah. That. So you used to get with England, it used to be you get two caps for an away game, yeah. one cap for a home game. And then obviously the more caps you get, the more chance you've got of getting tickets for the, the big games, like the European qualifiers or the World Cups and stuff like that. But I think they changed it now. You only get one cap for an away game and two cap for a home game because they wanted you to be going to the home games. Do we do something like that where you do an away travel club? So you all people that are going to go to Bradford, Hart, like there's some people I know that haven't missed an away game. I think John Mayhew, his name is, he's trying to do every single game this season or every single away game. Okay, I think cool. he's I think he's done pretty much all of them, but he might have missed out on an Orient ticket because it sold out so quickly. And he's done every single away game this year: Hartlepool, Bradford's, Newport's on Tuesday nights. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think. I think. Do we do a? Do we do a? Do we do a, a a travel club that people join? Again, we got we're a volunteer club, though. That's the problem, Dan. Who's gonna? I think. And again, this is how, part one of the problem is of all of the things that the club have got. Is to work there a problem on. there? Is there? Is there even a problem there? It's well, been well, one game. well, I, well, that's part one. I was going to say is. The, the 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 um well it's not the only game because Sutton was particularly challenging. Sutton was always going to be challenging because yeah, of Sutton but, but, versus but, but, but that's the point. In Orient particular. was only challenging because Orient are doing well. Yeah, but if, also, Orient, yeah. if Orient weren't doing well, we would have been given another five hundred thousand tickets. Oh no, of course. But the reality of it is that in in the Sutton game, um, in if Sutton, in terms of Orient, um, with the limited tickets that were available these things are going to going to pop up. So like you said, the question is, do you create something for those couple of days? Or in from my perspective, I would be very tempted to do a point system where if you've got a ticket for a game, every time you, you bought a ticket or your, you buzz your ticket, because they must know ticket in your pop, you get a certain number of points. And the idea being... But then that's that, only home fans getting points because you can't do well, it no, you, away. Well, no, no. Because... When you buy an away ticket, you get... But then you... What about if you go into, say, Hartlepool and you go and you buy on a day? Well, that's always going to be a problem. So you can either go and 
show the take a picture of your match ticket or you come up with another solution to it there, there is no great answer and i think that to be honest with you the answer is you just leave it as it is but i, I guess it's just for me is whether or not i personally don't feel that if if someone is going up to hartlepool it's a fantastic effort and i get it but to get a priority for the football club over people who are giving money regularly to the football club is is a tricky business no, in terms I, of proving I'm, I'm, it. I'm, I'm on the other side. You're, you're, you're talking about rewarding people for effort, but for a home game, some people might be coming miles and miles and miles away, but we're not rewarding them. No, I'm, I'm on the other side of that. I'm on the other side that if you're going to Hartlepool, then you should be getting a ticket for him. And that 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 if I, I, I go to more away games than I go to home games. Yeah. So I'm putting in the effort to go get trains and stuff and yeah I which, the, I, which I, I understand prefer totally. the away games because I'm not being sanitized on but why should the club then what's in it why should the club give you a preferential treatment because of how much effort you put in over someone who's working hard putting the effort in to pay thing to buy more shirts to put more money on the bar why should they why should effort be right be given over actual financial support but, but that's, that's why if, if Wimbledon played Man U in the, or Chelsea in the FA Cup and we played them at home, I'd probably have no chance of getting a ticket. But you've put in loads of effort. But away, then if we so played Man United away, I should be hoping to get a ticket for that because I've been to a lot more away games. It's an interesting one because, like I said, I, I totally understand where you're coming from and that ultimately you're right. If you're you know going, what? I went up to Hartlepool, I should get a ticket for Orion. I you kind of get, I do get is, it. Dan, with this... What is the good thing, Lee? Give me the good well, thing, please. Well, when I first started watching Wimbledon and I started going away during games... The, during the war, Uncle yeah, Albert. But, but when I started going to away games, we couldn't even sell out West Ham. Oh, it's phenomenal. I, I remember watching Paolo Di Canio who scored that, that volley at West Ham and we had about 1,500 seats and we only sold about 500. It was empty. Our away at West Ham is very good. I remember going up to Grinsby on a Tuesday night and it was like, 50 of us, 100 of us. Yeah, I had that with And that's, that's how you got to know other women. That's how I knew my, met Mikey T and people like that because... Me, me and my mate Dan Lewis went up to crew and it was literally one coach. Yeah. And I reckon a handful of other people. I remember Man City. I, I didn't go, but my mate Steve did. And he told me that we had one row. Man City away. We had one row at Man City. That's it. Well, now, if we were going to Man City next week in an FA Cup game, we'd probably take 1,000 to 2,000 people out there. Probably more, not that much, but yeah, I don't, I don't know actually. But do you know what I mean? But back in when I first started going to watch Wimbledon, there was no worry about getting away tickets. You know what I mean? They were easy to get, cheap and stuff. And it's do we it's sandwich? Good, go on. It's a good, it's a good problem to have. It's like do we sandwich though this this conversation with the next bit we're going to talk about around the fixtures? Well, you so want they're, it. They're, yeah, they're kind is, of so my 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 question with you we, as well. We, we can have a, we're going to have an absolute tear up, mate, in a minute because I'm I'm a bit frustrated in terms of. In my opinion, the Leighton Orient game is 100% a midweek game. It's London, it's after work, it's an hour away. They should be midweek games. And the games that are further away take longer to get to. They should be the ones that are on a Saturday. Carlisle away. So, for example, Newport, playing Newport on a boxing day is a total waste of money. Who would you we could have Orient, Crawley, Colchester... Northampton, loads of teams who could be within a mile to an hour and a half. Not a mile, an hour, an hour and a half. How it's ridiculously having people coming from Barry Island or wherever it is in Wales coming over for on Boxing Day. Boxing Day should should have been Sutton, to be blunt. It should have been who is the nearest team 
get everyone so no one's travelling on Boxing Day more than So what than do you do, hour. right, when Carlisle's on a Saturday, like you want it? Yeah, I want uh, it. I want it on a Saturday. It's, it's called off, Waterlow Pitch. Then that's a different conversation. So then we have to have it on a Tuesday night. Well, then you might potentially have to, or there's no reason why you can't go, well, like Colchester game, was a we'll move that December, one. which was perfect. Yeah, culture because it's in the Christmas period, so you keep them local. Sutton New Year's Day, it's local. That's yeah, perfect. But that was, so I'm not yeah. moaning about that bit, but Newport on a Boxing Day, but going up to somewhere else. And... Crawley. Were... Yeah, but Crawley had Northampton. Who had? Crawley. What, a Boxing Day? Yeah. Okay. I don't, well, I don't know. Let's... I just made that up. Well, well, but of course you have, because you're... Got... Well, I want you to admit that you lied live on our podcast, please. <laughs> but you've got you've got other fixtures that you... Who and who Newport can apply? There's no one close to Newport or Boxing. But there are loads of fixtures. There are loads of fixtures that they could have. Loads. Who? What do you mean who? What are you now? No, you're not giving me. You're not giving me any. You're not giving me any. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm looking it up right now. You should have researched this before you asked the question regarding regionally fixtures. Listen, I'm sinking my schedule. I'm not for regionally regionalizing fixtures because then that way we then get regionalized leagues and stuff like that. And I'm not for that. The game itself is moving, moving further and further away from care. allowing. I know you don't care. Your heart's not on it. You're not going to get a ticket, are you? Because you're not in the <laughs> in your away crowd, or whatever it is you're talking about. I'm on the away day. Look, all I'm saying to you is that I'm look. I'm going to literally. I'm just scrolling through now. I'm going to look at the Boxing Day fixtures, and I'm going to, we're going to talk about this because this is important. So Boxing Day, right? You could have quite okay. Check this out. Check this out for size. Yep. Tranmere have got Doncaster. Fine. Gillingham, Colchester, I can get with that. Yeah. Salford, Borough, I can get it. Stockport, Crew, I get it. Yeah. Swindon, Walsall, not not convinced. Well, Walsall, Paragon, well, well, what do you mean, Swindon, Walsall? You're not well, convinced. Well, Walsall's in Birmingham, and Swind- Swindon's not in Birmingham. Well, yeah, but, Swindon's well, near Northampton. Well, who are Walsall? And Walsall's play? Mansfield. Who did Mansfield play? Northampton. So Mansfield's closer than Northampton, though. No, Mansfield should play Walsall, and Swindon should play Northampton. Swindon well, and Northampton, Northampton are next and to each Swindon other. are not next to each other. Well, then, then, then uh, the distance between Swindon and Walsall, Swindon and Mansfield, and Swindon and Northampton, I'd bet Swindon is closer to Northampton than the other two. Right. Right, correct. Crawley right. have got Sutton, Rochdale have got Hartlepool, yeah, Leighton Orient, Stevenage, right? So you could quite easily have played Wimbledon, played Leighton Orient. Stevenage, although it's not particularly closer, is probably closer to, to Newport. And in fact, if anything, we should probably blame Newport. It's their fault. They should be closer to somebody else. But it just for me, I feel that it's it, there must be better ways of running the fixtures because at the moment there are teams that are playing that are relatively far away, and maybe my Newport example is a rubbish one. You're, you're, looking... you're... <coughs> Swindon to Walsall and Swindon to Northampton. Swindon to Northampton was seventy miles, and Swindon to Walsall was eighty-seven. So it's right. only seventeen miles in it. It's only seven aye, minutes. Aye. That could be a lot. That's that could that's be not a lot, on, mate. That See, could so be ten quid on a train. It's just blown your your theory straight out of water. Your theory right, is just completely nonsense because you've but got what to mean is in that... every. It's not just about what you wanted, okay? Danny, or what Wimbledon wanted. But what about okay? what I'm talking sense. about? It's not my fault. That... Newport shouldn't even be in the league. Oh, well, I don't disagree with you. But what I'm saying league. to you is, the Welsh league. So what I'm saying is, right now, if you go through Wimbledon's fixtures, right. In terms of the whole, the rest of Wimbledon's fixtures, Newport would have been better off having Swindon on Boxing Day. But what about okay? So let's let's get rid of the Boxing Day debate because I've lost that. I need to find something I can win on. <laughs> right. So if you think about midweek fixtures, right? 
surely the further if you're the playing no incorrect it should be the nearer the better no no further we've got Gillingham on a Saturday Northampton on a Tuesday you get a private you get a private coach load of boys with you bosh but no one's load going of drink. Yeah, well, no we, one's going me and my mates do not in midweek, they're not. They do. That, that's, no, they're not. There's a few, mate. There's a few of my mates who only will do midweek coach trips. Of course, a, a few I of your mates. Coach. You're only mates. Coach. Do you know what I mean? Drink. I, think, I mean, look. You've got Harrogate Town oh, on Easter on, on Easter on Easter Friday, right? Yes. I get it because it's the Easter weekend, so you can have that Friday. It's a three o'clock kickoff. Everyone's got a day off. You can take the journey, right? What I'm saying is on well, Tuesday night. Well, not everyone's night, got a day off, though. I'm self-employed. I'll be working on the Saturday. Hey, about time you did some work around here, pal. About time you did some work. All I'm saying is, is that midweek games should be local and weekend games should be further away. And, and at the moment, it doesn't then, always sometimes, happen that way. So when, do you, with the cup draws now, then, do you want them regionalised up to, say, the third round or the fourth round? No. Not, not, not so the first necessarily. Round. But but the Johnson's paint is or where it is the the so, Mickey Mouse. Do you want to get rid, do you want to get rid of replays? I don't think we should do replays. No, I think they need to go. You will. You, so what about if you're a team like us and you get Man U away? Then you play Man United away. But then we we draw and we could get them back at Plough Lane or choose no, like no, a bit more no. money made. We we play on the day. You've got more chance of winning over. Against so any you don't team like on a the, one-off game, rather than like, the replay. The replays is stacked for the better teams. So you, don't like, you don't like the little man. No, I love the little man. That's why I want it on one game. Well, that's not helping the little man because the little man would prefer a replay and get more You've money. You've got more chance of beating anybody in a one-off game than you have over two. Well, facts. Sheffield United Rex didn't work out well, that Sheffield, way, did it? Well, it did because if if it was on, on one game, that game goes to penalties and Wrexham <laughs> have got more chance than they have now, who are definitely out. Good. Glad to right. And Billy Sharp was excellent, by the way. Yeah, I love that. So I, right. I think that replays should be, it shouldn't happen. It's, it's, it's one-off game. That means that the smaller team have got the, they might miss out on the extra bit of finances, but they've got a better chance of winning and a better chance of going through because it's unlikely the big team plays crap twice. They, they might play rubbish once, but they're not rubbish twice. So, so, so I reckon you'll be one of these people that will vote for a regional league soon, won't you? I just, I just, I don't understand. You're not saying no, are you? I'm not, I'm not, I listen, right now, all I want to know is... If we had a regional league, I'd pack it in, I think. Well, of course you would pack it in. I like I, going I, to I don't agree. I like going to Carlisle's. So do I. On a Saturday, I don't want to go to Hartlepool on a Tuesday. No, but when I half do. half the population, I know you do, but I'd three stay quarters of the, the population... I'd stay in Hartlepool on the night out. Yeah, but not everyone can do Have that. Have a night out on Tuesday I've night got, in Hartlepool. I've got DT period one on a Wednesday. I'll yeah, never get back for it. It's your own fault. Well, that's your fault as well. No, I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. And as I said, a lot, I'm my, is, a lot of my it, mates enjoy a coach journey on a Tuesday night to somewhere far and beyond. I'm not disagreeing with that. All I'm saying is there are a number of people out Accrington, there. Accrington. Surely we should last support year, most on the Tuesday night. The games. Was the best atmosphere that Wimbledon have ever had. It was for the 200 people that went that and the 400 who would yeah. normally go but couldn't because of the fixture day. Is unfortunate. It's and not the two hundred that went couldn't get a ticket for in. Correct, which is ridiculous. Yeah, but all I still papers. feel I still feel like it should be games should be be put on for fans at the best or possible opportunity to attend. I, I More people are going to attend Gillingham in a midweek than they are Tranmere or Hartlepool no, on I, a midweek. I, I, I kind of get. You're going to make a day out, and I, I know we're winding each other up, but yeah, it's just. 
yeah, I know it's difficult to avoid it. You're right. It is impossible to avoid it. You get games called off. But I just feel every league team, the six teams around them, they should be going, but that's that midweek, mean... that's midweek, that's midweek, that's midweek, not Wimbledon, Tranmere. But that would Tranmere. be putting fans first, Danny, which we know. I know, Forties, which is... I know what authorities are never going to do that in a million years because well, it's... Uh, yeah. I don't get... I get I get what you're saying about it. The Christmas Day, the Boxing Day one... I, I take that argument on that, you can't, and, and particularly with Newport, You've, it's almost impossible. Well, Swindon would have been probably the best one for them to play on Boxing Day because it's probably the closest one. But then you've got Northampton. Then got you've got to try. It's it's trying to fit the jigsaw together, and sometimes yeah. you've got pieces. You think, I just have to trim them and down. Al- and ultimately, when you when you went in, I, I get your Tuesday night. I just feel like midweek games. Who was it? We had them. Burton on. We had Burton on a Tuesday night, and then we had Bradford on a Saturday. We got battered in both. Do you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. I, I, I get I get your thing with the Tuesday night games. I get we should be having the Crawleys, the Colchesters, the Because it is also, by the way, just on the other side of the coin, if you're travelling up to Hartlepool, forget that, even take the fans out of it, Wimbledon players are going to finish playing at Bradford. They've had to travel up probably the night before, right, at expense to the club or whatever. They're up there. The game finishes at, what, 9.45. <laughs> by the time they've got on the coach, it's... After ten, because only going to they're not going to be on the coach forty five minutes later. They're not going to be in till half four five in the morning. Then they've got to get from where the cars dropped off to wherever it is. They're not walking in the door till half past six. They're going to be absolute right off the next day. And a bit of the, I just for me it just it doesn't. It's part of the football culture. No, but I agree. I don't. No, I, I agree. Carl, that. Coming back from Carlisle after a game of football and you're and Alex Richard so, and you've got seven hours in a coach, especially at level, especially at League Two, League One. Possibly championship levels fine. There's a lot of them that fly. Do you yeah. know, who was it? Forest flew to Norwich. I think. Well, I saw that. It all kicked. It all kicked off. Do you know what I mean? But I kind of get it from a green aspect. But at the end of the day, if you can afford to fly, then fly. But we can't. We I think we get the train on the odd occasion back from games on a Saturday. But and then that's another one though. You, if you're going to train it up, you can't on the midweek. If you're going up Northampton on the midweek, you're not getting back. No, that's if the thing. You, you New, car, there's no trains. There's no trains back from there. So literally, you are. I either... get your point regarding that, and as I said, I think yeah, it's it's a. I I think the authorities again don't care about fans. They just put these fixtures in and think right, you have to deal with it. And and yeah, it's a shame we... because ultimately, when you look at it, you want to earn the most amount of money you possibly can for your team. Ultimately, match day money is very important to Wimbledon. We've been speaking about it for ages. Do you reckon one and... day they'll bring back a kind of beam back? Do you know what I mean? You know I know what exactly what I know exactly what you mean. Like Especially you know, you the, imagine the Phoenix, you put it up on the bar. I was gonna say the Phoenix, the, the the silver lounge that we have, and you put say Hartlepool on a Saturday back, you ain't gonna get many women fans travelling up there anyway. You get the I'll tell you court. what though, do you remember when we played Millwall? When we beat West Ham and we played Millwall and we lost one 0 at home. Millwall had mate, a, mate of mine's a Millwall fan and he they had the beanbag. I thought you said beanbag. They had the beanbag at their club. And with the modern day, I guess what they took that's kind of died on the fact that you can get eye player and eye follower and that sort of stuff. But I don't, I don't personally see any reason why they can't do that. But it is just a case of you know, you're a club's going to earn more money that you going to the ground than you paying a ten pound match fee. No, but I'm talking about like say your heart. Most people are going to go to Crawley and stuff like. Or in the other day, we could have probably had a beanbag at, at the Phoenix, and the people like yourself who couldn't get tickets. 
might have could've gone down could, and spent more, gone. But, you know what I mean and if, if it's a sellout game why not have a beanbag and stuff and it just seems weird I know people say you can't should have the, the three o'clock cut off so teams don't die and stuff which Andy was said he don't really agree with either but I, I think beanbags could work as you said if, you're, if people especially cost of living at the moment as I said it was a, that's a, my point a, yeah. a lot of the away games I would have gone to this year that I've looked at and I just thought I can't afford to pay 85, 90 quid on a train travel from no. London to... Bearing in mind, you're not even sure whether it's going to be there. You've got the strikes, you've got the related... Aspect said, I, I could have gone abroad for two nights and watched two games in, say, Holland, Germany, Portugal, Spain, for the price it cost me to go to Hartlepool. Do you know what I mean? And that's mad. I only went because I've never been there. I wanted to go and see what it's like. But it is, yeah, it's what football fans do. And we, we go all across the country, across the world to watch our team and we spend fortunes on it. But I think the authorities have to look at it now and think, actually, people who haven't got that money, how can we make it better for supporters? Like, Hartlepool fans are not going to watch it. They're, they're going to watch it at their own ground. If we had a beanbag, if Hartlepool fans said, all right, we're not traveling, only 100 local fans, we could get more Wimbledon fans in. If we, if 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 they generally care about the fans. And like you said, the beanbag for us is slightly different. But when if you're someone like Hartlepool, you're one of the a smaller northern city where or even Newport where you're out of the way, you'd think a beanbag would be quite would be quite popular because not many are going. You're in the corner of nowhere. It's like Ipswich or Norwich, they're saying one of their away games, they haven't got an away game within a hundred miles of themselves every year. I just I think football has to follow the suit of society and try and work of work a way to find it a bit more convenient, a bit better, but particularly lower down where frankly we earn our money from the ground. We've got to find a way of supporting these clubs at the bottom to generate as much money as they can by making the games affordable and accessible. And at the moment going up any, going anywhere above Manchester on a midweek is just a no go. Here end of the lesson. No, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. There. You don't agree, do you? You don't agree. You're, no, you're just, like you want to go on a first, but you want to go on the like, express, don't you? I like going on a big jolly most times and going to watch away games, and I prefer away games to home games. Well, final said, question, Lee. I find this. home games too sanitised now. Anyway, what's so. what's more, what's a better away game? Is it a decent coach journey on the way up, or is it a decent train journey on the way up? Decent what do you train prefer? journey for me. Okay, I always prefer the trains because you can get. Walk about, do you know what I mean? If you if you want to stretch your legs, you can. Do you know what I mean? There's toilet facilities most times on coaches, there's not. Uh, yeah, I, I do like a, a train journey to, to an away game and then go to that city, have a few drinks in, in the town there and then go to the away game. But as I said, at the moment, the cost of it, the train travel, the train companies are an absolute joke. They can't put their house in order. So it's hard to get train tickets. It's definitely, I mean, obviously we've, we've got Dolly at home, but it's definitely... Um... Put me off some of the away games in terms of I'm thinking, cracker, that's a one and I've not even got there yet. That's what I mean. And it's yes. just like it's, it, and you kind of hopefully some people don't have that problem, but if we're going to become more and more affordable football, we need to kind of holistically look at it at the minute. The Premiership's the Premiership. The fact that they don't, Man United only have had one three o'clock Saturday game, I think it is this year, tells you everything you need to know. They couldn't give a toss about the actual fans but I think lower down where the 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 importance of getting fans through the door I don't see Man United thinking Rand we've got here. to get more fans Rand, you know, they'll just if fans yeah. don't go they'll just have in tourists the Premier League, getting people in the door doesn't matter but, but lower down it does we're around here South End used to play on Friday nights because West Ham and Spurs and all them would be sat at yeah. home on Saturday so they play Friday night and they get a few more and then they kind of stop that 
that was something we I thought we might have looked at Friday night games, but it's weird. It's in uh, again. I was I talk, I talk about Germany, but in Germany they have a uh, oh Germany. Well, and and Prague they uh they have in Czech Republic. If you didn't know where Prague was then, uh, a lot of the non-league lower level, the proper non-league, they play on Sundays. So everyone yeah. plays on Saturday, and then the lower league. Yeah, I think some games are low, like quarter past ten in the morning on a Sunday. Uh, and then but in Germany, yeah, they're, they're lower league, they're non-league play half three on a Sunday. So you can go watch your Bruce and Mitch and Gladbach on a Saturday at, at three, three o'clock. And then on Sunday, you can go watch a non-league team. And then you know, get a few more people through the door. Wow. But we're, we're three o'clock kickoffs only in this country, which I kind of respect and like. It just means I can't ground hop as much as I like either, which is annoying. But should we move on? As we previews. And we do preview, yeah. We preview uh, who we got, Carlisle, and then North Carlisle and North Valentine's. Right. Yeah, Love is in the air. Back in a minute. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. So we're back for the last part of today's episode, which is going to be previews. We're previewing the uh, game on Saturday against Carlisle. Carlisle currently third. And then we go to Northampton on Valentine's Day. And I think Northampton are fourth. Correct. Yeah. So two absolute, well, what a week, couple of weeks of games. First, third and fourth in the space of what? Seven days, 10 days. Yep. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking just briefly on some. Did you see Carlisle Saturday? No. Lost 1 0 to Harrogate. Have you not seen the goal? No. Classic own goal it was. Classic oh, own goal. No. Long ball over the top. Guy's got. Defenders running towards it and nicks it past the keeper, does he? Well, defenders running backwards towards his own goal. Got a striker chasing him down. He passes it back. Keeper's come too far. He's passed it straight into the. Oh, that's, that's Danny Baker own, own goals and gaffs, isn't it? I was, gonna say, I was just about to say that's one for the video of own. Did you at Christmas get own goals and gaffs? Well, it's Danny Baker. I mean, everyone in the whole school got it. And basically, oh, Danny Baker, he goes and gets it. Proper Danny Baker, that one. Unfortunately, it was but... always, always Wimbledon, like Simon Tracy dropping a ball over the line. That nonsense. But it was interesting. Carlisle have played in the last five. They've won four before the Hurricane game. They've won but four. I think a lot of been... them were at home, though, weren't they? I shall investigate. I'm sure they're home for. So Carlisle in the last their last four home they've won apart from Harrogate they've won the last four. Yeah. Whereas over well they yeah that yeah it's been home home win 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 win. Yeah, all home. Yeah, see, so I don't know about the away record. I I researched that. I don't care. I will batter well, anyone. Carlisle's last they've they've won lost one lost one. Oh, so they're, 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 up, they're up if 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 the pattern continues. Oh, right. Um so yeah, it's a it's a weird one. When we when we played them, we lost up there, didn't we? Two one. A South scored in the first half and then they Two scored yeah. Dennis when who scored a few goals. Great plays, um, Carlisle as well. It's one of the one of the guys, one of the ones I am I've been trying to look at. I mean, he's got seventeen goals this year, Dennis. Which is weird because he's basically been very, very average up to that point. I know. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, I've got a bit of a cough here. Uh, I mean, I know nothing yeah. about Carlisle, really. I know they're third. I didn't think they'd be good. But so basically, Carlisle, their top goal scorer, scored 17 goals. Right. And after that, the next blow scored four. Paul Calambaya, keep him quiet then. Absolutely. So, so it sounds like if you keep him quiet, then you could, you'll, you'll be in. I mean, from what I can see, they've got the, um, 
They've got the massive goalie, Holly, Holly, whatever his name is playing. He's played at Ipswich and Cambridge. Um, I'm quite optimistic about the weekend, but again, it for me, it just depends on... What are you starting? <clears throat> that is the golden question. And I think I have to stick with the formation that has been tried and tested. So I would be, I would, I personally would be playing obviously Zanev in goal. The centre-backs are the same. I'm playing Curry left back and I'm playing right back. Uh, it's going to have to be Gunter. I don't know anything about whether Ogondir's fit. I don't know if he's been around. I feel like we lose something with Ogondiri, but I play him. I'm playing the two holders as um, Armani Little and Woodyard. Jai Simi plays for me on the right. I'm playing Chislet left. I'm playing Pell and I'm playing Davison. I'm having Hamadi come on as a bit of an impact sub who's quite quick. That's what I'm that's what I'm looking at now. There is an argument, as you said before, you could play three at the back to play two and play Jayasimi Widey. But I feel like um Jayasimi gets the nod for me over Al Hamadi. And then um Chislet, I think, gets a gig after playing Lots and lots of football regularly. I also feel, though, and I don't know how you feel about this, but the way that we kind of play and we play long ball, it's just not suiting Davison at all. And like no. Davison, if you think of how many shots Davison's had this year, it's it's low. And the challenge, obviously, is that he kind of gets it, chases it, and then gives it to someone else. And we, we score goals because Pell joins the play, Chislets in and around it. Davison's almost playing as like an, as an old-fashioned number nine, if you like, or number 10, like a battering ram, chase it, chase it, chase it. And we really could do with him being on the end of some shots because I don't still think whether he's a good finisher, I don't know. Yeah, um, Josh Davis is a quality finisher. When I feel... Con- but I'm we're not getting him in he's not, he's never He's never in the position to, to be on the end of a cross. He, he should have been in the Chislet position against Orient. That should be Josh Davison. And he, he isn't because he's too busy. And again, every single time the ball goes in the air, he's pinned. I don't feel that's his best. I, I feel like he needs... He should be running onto stuff. But if you do that, then you've got to lose another key player or a key way that we play. And I do feel that Jackson wants to... Wants to would want to play two up front because he had he obviously played NYC and Davis at the beginning of the year in his own methods three five um, two, but I don't I don't feel like he's going to do that so I'd keep it exactly the same but I'm I'm putting Gunter unfortunately at right back over a Gondir because I don't know what he's up to and I am definitely playing Jaisimi from the start and I'm resting El Hamadi and saying you've got half an hour you're going to run them ragged and whichever one of Chislet and Jaisimi is blowing up he can come on and have a leg it. That's... Yeah, I think I think I think he'll play what you just said. I think that's what he'll do. I think in his own head, though, I think he'd prefer to change it, and I think okay. he'd I think he'd rather go free at the back, and I think he'd rather go uh, Hall Callum by uh, Pierce and Pierre, and then go Yash- oh over Brown and Gunter. Oh, 100 percent. That's why he's. Put I, think, I think Pierre's a good player. You know, I think I he's do, a great signing on paper. And, I think it's you have great. to try and get him in. I don't. And this is why I'm not. I wouldn't be too disappointed if he does go with a three at the back. Even though I said before I would leave, and I would want him sacked if he went three at the back. But that's because he was playing Brown and people like that. Now we've got Pierre. The only, and then I'd go. I think this is what I think he really wants to do: go Curry left wing back, Jayam Yeshimi on the right wow. wing back. What on I, Saturday or in general? In general, this is what, what I over think. Billa. Well, no Billa, but at the moment Billa's out. Oh so right, Billa's sorry, out, yeah. yeah, okay, so. Uh, right wing back because I think he's been brought in because he can play that position. He played it for Charlton. Then I think he, he'd like to go with the three in the midfield would be Woodyard, Little Pell, 
and then Davidson and Ali up front. Yeah, I can see that. Because I little, think, I think that's a that which, that's which just sits paper. in front of the three and clears up. Little goes, he can go box to box. Pell can go box to box. They can it definitely both opens up the the front for almost the players to lots of five. And, and the idea got, the wing backs go one or two of the midfielders can sit, can't they? And then yeah, and then Pell can sit. We know Pell can sit. We know Little can sit. But they can also both go forward if we need We'd to. We'd be a big team, by the way. We'd have Callum yeah. Bailly, Pia, Pell. I yeah. mean, that's they're three real big. A big targets, and I feel like I am, dro- like I am dropping yeah. Chislet out of that because I don't think he'd work in that kind of situ. But unless I, he plays as a ten, but I, I you don't. Can't. Think and, I, and then that gives Josh Davison a, a little up front. Uh, sorry, not little uh, uh, Ali up front. That I think Josh is getting. He's not getting in positions that we need him to be in. We need our strikers to be in amongst the the the, the, the opposition uh, box. He's not, and that's why we're not scoring I mean, goals. Let, let's be blunt as well. In the last five games, we've scored two goals. We've, we've yeah. lost 1-0 to Leighton Orient. We beat Stockport 1-0. We drew 0-0 with Bradford. We drew 0-0 with Crewe. And we lost to Sutton 2-1. Before that, we went to Colchester and we won 2-1. When We're not scoring... Lots and lots of goals. We're we're you know we're competitive, but we we specialise in people scoring lots of different places. We've got Davison's got eight, Chislett seven. Obviously, Sal's not around. Pell's got three, so we kind of we have more we've been more suited to to spreading the the goals around. But when you look at us, like I said, we're plus one, and we we've got a seriously good defensive record. Um, we've obviously. We've scored 30, 30 goals this year, um, which is, it's a yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm, I'm a bit concerned in terms of how how we're going to impact on this league without finding another some more options to score. Um, and I think that's exactly your point. If you, it, it's not a surprise to me that we play one up front, which is Davison, and we've West we've scored three goals in five games, whereas clean sheets, we've been keeping clean sheets, no problem. I guess it's that but, everyone, everyone's looking for a balance, aren't they? They want to have clean sheets and they want to score goals, but it's so hard to get both. But the problem for me on that stat is Davidson's not really having any shots. Not, not None I can remember, really. That, no. Do you know what I mean? I, I know he scored against Sutton, uh, but that was just off the... I mean, do you, do you feel maybe we need to play more adventurous on the fact that we're not going to get relegated, right? So realistically... We, if we're going to do anything, we're going to try and go up. Are, are, are we in a position now? Because normally we we play poorly, right? Let's be let's if we could track it back a little bit. We we were playing poorly. He's then decided to change it. We've become we've become solid at the back and we're nicking one nils here and two ones there. We've not really smashed a team from what I remember. I could be wrong, but I don't remember taking the team to the to the cleaners. Do you feel like we're in a position now where, where we should roll the dice a bit and go, come on, we need to get some players in the box here? Yeah, I, I think especially at home, I don't see the reason why we have to play two defensive midfielders. Do you know what I mean? Play, if you're going to play four, play four, one, three, two or something. I don't know. We have to find a way of getting two up front. We really do. And Ali or at is least not... getting more players nearer Davison. Because well, Davison Ali, is but Ali, Ali is not a winger. Ali is not a winger in a million years. Uh, never will be, never, never has been. He's been a he's been a striker for Wickham. Do you know what I mean? He, and I think we need to get him next to Josh Davison up front. We have no other strikers, unfortunately, now because we missed out on Stevens. 
I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. We're not going down. We possibly could make the playoffs, which can be very tough. We've got a very tough run in. You have to go for Carlisle. You have to go at Northampton. I, I yeah, and then we got Hartlepool, which I think will batter. But we need to, yeah. I just, well, I don't know how he does it with the four-two-three-one all the time. Where Josh Davison is working his ass off, and we haven't got a sow anymore. A sow used to pick up the pieces that Josh Davison yeah. would work hard for. Hundred percent. Sow would get further forward. We haven't got that anymore. So we we I, there's a, we have to. Ali is not a sow. And again, he, he's never going to be that, and, and, and we can't change him into that either. We just need to get them to play him further up the field together in yep. a two. And I don't. I I just think that with the players that we got, and as I said, I think it's my opinion, and I think it's Johnny Jackson's own opinion, is that we might have to go three five two because I don't see what else we can play with the players that we have. So what would be a good return from the two games? I mean, for me, the home game against Carlisle, Northampton away, Northampton are decent. Obviously, Mitch Pennant, who I still I actually quite liked, but he, he's, he's been good there. He <laughs> was a very inconsistent in Northampton. What would be what would be a good return to keep us in the hunt? Three in terms points. To keep three, win one, lose one. We'd have to, yeah. We have to win one. We have to. I, I was going to say two points at first, and like two draws, and then you then you go and beat Hartlepool. They're five points out of three games, but but when you when you extend it, you go to Leighton Orient. It depends on how you, draw, how you draw these games. If if we Carlisle go one 0 up and we draw one all, you can't. And Northampton same. But if we go one 0 up and then they come back and draw against us, you know what I mean? It's or if it's a boring nil nil and we don't score again. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 a tough one, man. If we play Carlisle and they beat us one nil, and we again we haven't had many shots. Do you know what I mean? I know Orient we had eleven shots, but how many of them again from our strikers? One from yeah. Ali. Most of them. I feel, were... like we, I feel like I'm with you. I feel like we need to get a win out of one of the two to kind of give ourselves the confidence. Brandon. And again, we know we've played. And... We'd have played the top. We'd, we'd have played three of the three of the top four. Yeah. And 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 they're done. And now we can go right. We can have a. We know now we're kind of. I feel like we can. We on our day, we showed a late in Orient. When if we're playing at our best, I think we're as good as anybody. Dan, for me, the tougher games are going to come against the lower league teams. Chillingham are going to be tougher than I think Carlow and Northampton because yeah. they've just bought a brand new squad of really good players and they're going to be fighting to get out of it. Hartlepool are going to be fighting. Harrogate are going to be fighting. We've got Walsall to come down. Teams who want to uh, and the teams who sit the who, who, who will sit deep and not want to come at us at all. Yeah, and who want to be in the playoffs. So I just think we need, as you said, we're not going down. I think from a fans' point of view, we know we're probably not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, fans deep down, but the club, the club ain't going to say that. Johnny Jackson ain't going to think that. Johnny Jackson and the players think we're going to make the playoffs. They they really want to make them playoffs. We've still got a chance of making them, so let's just go for it. Let's try and make the playoffs. If we end up making the playoffs and end up fucking winning them, too right, good. Do you know what I mean, I'm not one of these fans who go, oh, we're too, it's too soon to go up. No, no. If we go up, we go up. Let's go for it. But uh, we have to go for it, though. We can't keep sitting back and playing two holding midfielders and stuff. Let's just, I don't, I, again, with the players we got, I don't know any other formation we can actually play at the moment. But it's so hard, though, Lee, because you, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you as a Wimbledon fan at all. But if you put yourself in a manager's job, if he tinkers around that squad and he loses six of the next eight, 
he's potentially on the on the on the coat hook, and that's the problem I think with why so many managers keep it so simple and stick with the same sort of stuff is because they're looking around thinking I can't really tinker too much because there's no job security, and he's only been in the job a year. He had a poor start. We've had a great run. If he has another six games because he's played one holding midfielder, and all of a sudden we lose four of them, people are going to oh, all join Yeah, Jackson. but he's, he's been lucky, playing... and it's hard. If you're playing one holding midfield and you're getting spanked, I can't really kid it. But if you're playing one holding midfield and you're going after teams, Wimbledon fans have always been that kind of fan that if we go after teams, we can see the the players putting a shift in. We can see us actually putting effort in, having shot. Like that's why I think people walked out of Orient and they weren't too disappointed. We've just been beaten one nil from one chance against a team that are top of the league and had that little bit better quality than us. But we went after them. We could have scored yeah. two or three. We could have scored yeah. a couple of goals. We didn't. We had a head back post. We could have scored at Orient. We didn't. I think Wimbledon fans pretty kind of go, right, we lost against Carlisle, but we went after Carlisle. They had that geezer who scored 17 goals and he scored a goal. Do you know what I mean? We're probably missing yeah. that 17-goal striker at the moment. Of course. And but everyone's, look, everyone's looking for we, them. How do we know we haven't got it if we're not play, if we're only playing Josh Davison up front on his own and asking I him totally to agree. And maybe he is that guy. And if this guy played the same way that we are, he's probably not scoring 17. But We so have to Carlisle... find a way of playing two up front. Really yeah. do. Okay. So Carlisle and Northampton, then what is... Carlisle and Northampton, give us some scores. Because uh, oh, really... for me, if Biller plays, I think Carlisle, we win. I I think I'll go... I'm going to go 2-1 Wimbledon against Carlisle. Yeah. And I think Northampton will beat us 1-0. Because okay. we're, we're tough to play against. We're tight at the back still. We're not going to concede loads of goals. I can't see us getting spanked or turned over. We'll just lose 4-0, 4-0 now. But... I, we're still tight. We're still we still got the players there. Like if Pierce has a bad game, Pierre can come in. We are still hard to play against, hard to score against. But we just we just got to try and find a way of scoring goals, Danny, and it ain't from set pieces. No, What's your I get that. I I reckon it's. Um, I think we're going to beat Carlisle. In fact, bizarrely, before you even open your mouth, I thought it'd be two one. I think we'll score. I think we'll win two one on Saturday. But again, it, it's we're we're going to have. I think we're going to play the similar, a similar team, and I think Northampton will get a draw. So I'm going to go two one and one one. The bigger problems we're going to have is we're going to be stopped. We're starting to go into three games a week for a bit for a decent amount of time because of the fixtures. And if you think we're going to have Carlisle, Northampton, and then we're going to have Hartlepool at home, we haven't got a lot of travel, but. In those three games, we're going to start having the conversations. Is Woodyard going to be able to play three games? Is Davison going to be able to run for three games? I don't think he will. So I do expect us to see a bit of a some rotation against Northampton. But I feel like we've got to. If if I think if we beat against Carlisle, I think we'll rotate a bit against Northampton. But I think Hartlepool as well. We're going to have to come back four guns blazing at Hartlepool. Well, I I don't think the question is about Josh Davison over them games. I think the question might be Pierce. And that's why Pierre might then come in. Yeah. Maybe we might not even see Pierre come in on Saturday against uh, against uh, Carlisle because they're a tall team as well. Pierre's massive, and Pierce can't play. I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure he'll play three in a week. No, I, I, I think, think Josh. I think Josh. To be fair. Yeah, but then you put Little in, and you put you got Marsh. Marsh you've got, you've got other again, players. Marsh, there's a drop off, isn't it? No, but then you have got McAteer still to come in. We forgot about him because okay, he has. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know I mean, so he's a young lad. You expect him to come in and play uh, one of the games, or you, you, or it will be in amongst it. Uh, our problem is up front. We've only got Josh Davison and Ali, and I can't see Ali doing the Josh Davison job 
on no, his own. Definitely, definitely not. He has to play in a two. And again, I keep saying that we have to try and find a way of playing two up front, but I don't know what it is because I don't like three five two. But with the players that we've got and the and the team I've selected, it's the only team you can play with three without. You can't put Brown in. You can't put Gunter in. There's no Ogundiri. Pearson can't play as a right wing back. If Bill is out, you're not putting Ogundiri in. You're going to have to play Yashimimi there. So, right. Another well, another expert, an expert pronunciation to finish the podcast. I can't pronounce back. names, mate. It's... Jai Simi. I, I reckon I'm wrong, by the way. I reckon I'm absolutely wrong with Jai Simi, but I'm consistent with the name, the way I'm saying it. I reckon I'm right with Yashimimi. I reckon he's half Japan. So, right. I'm looking him on quickly while you're there. That's, that's, that's it. That's it for another episode, then. I'd like to thank uh, Gary Fletcher and our, our sponsors at Seasons Masters, the uh, bifold doors and uh, secondary glazing experts. Hook them up. We have their details all over our uh, graphics if you need anything. A big shout out to them. And uh, yeah, Danny, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. I'm just getting Mrs. Baker to try and pronounce Jai Simi, but she's there. You go. She's she was like Jai which she's in your camp, Lee, as usual. Cool. Go go board masters and season masters, obviously season masters. But yeah, it's been another brilliant episode on the number one AFC Wimbledon podcast, the unofficial AFC Wimbledon podcast. Danny, yeah, you boys, how are you, Dodds? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at the Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.